0: Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week we preview and review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course our fellow critics and podcasters. The Nomcast is available on nomcastpod.com or wherever you get your podcasts, on the socials at nomcastpod, and is a part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi,
1: I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. Host of Crackin' When Open with Mike and Elise. A podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about the history of the beer, what's in it, how it was made, the history of the brewery, along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Crackin' One Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.
0: Biological Entities designated as Human. Observe the exits of convenience at the locations designated as Front and Rear of the Examination Room. When ejected from testing, the Hive Mind suggests that the exit at the front will allow you easy access to the empty field that you will be left in. Salutations. Every episode we do is just a lead-up to Forgotten <laughs> <laughs> She clearly stirred her coffee with her glasses. I was like, what are you doing? This is not jazz,
1: dude. <laughs> like, oh, they eat it, it like a dude. They're like motorboarding the nets. Yeah. Keep it spooky, y'all.
0: Hi, I'm Mike Phil. I'm Mike Butler. And you're now entering the world of the macabre, where no one will save you as you bleed out. Welcome to Forgotten Horror, week two. Each episode, we'll discuss a film that was forgotten by audiences. Perhaps they were too busy running from feral vampires on the snowy tundra. Maybe they accidentally drank a vial of slime and became Satan personified. Or maybe they're just having nightmares after reading a few good books. We'll discuss what we love about the movie or perhaps don't love about it, but we'll always recommend you revisit it. If you're not too scared of our podcast, like Jessica, we want to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Find us or we'll find you. Our podcast is available on all platforms, including YouTube, for your listening displeasure. You threw the YouTube in there. I did. Interesting. I know. Well, we could talk about that later, but that's more of a, <laughs> uh, that's more of a behind the scenes uh, podcast thing right there. How's, what's going on? Nothing much. Just, uh, you know. Got locked into a, a small
1: town for 30 days, couldn't leave, all dark, a lot of death, a lot of all, blood. All dark. A lot of blood, very dark. <laughs> digital blood. Very digital. <laughs> very digital, very digital snow. What are, we do? what are we talking about today? We are doing 2007's Josh Hartnett Starring 30 Days of Night. In the far north hemisphere, the small town of Barrow, Alaska, experiences a solid month of darkness every year. 30 days to be exact. Though most of the residents head south for the winter, some townspeople remain behind. However, those that stay regret their decision when one year, hungry vampires descend on Barrow to feed. Sheriff Eben, his wife, and a dwindling band of survivors must try it to last until dawn breaks over Barrow's month long twilight. This is, this
0: is 30 days <laughs> of night. All right, so. Uh, we'll, or as the vampires would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was not. Okay. There it is. And I has a runtime of 113 minutes. It's rated R. Production budget of $30 million. It came out of October 19th, 2007. Well, that was a Friday. It's opening weekend. It did 15.9, pretty much 16 million. Not bet. Domestic 39, worldwide 75. So it made its money back, I, guess, I would assume. William That's that. why
1: they made some direct-to-DVD sequels.
0: Ooh. We'll get into all that. Production company was Columbia Pictures, Dark House Entertainment, and Ghost House Pictures, and it was stri- distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing. Came out on the 19th in October. It went up against the Comebacks. Did you see that one? So, George Clooney, the old timey footballer. No, football no, one? that is the Leatherhead. Uh, That's Leatherheads. Leatherheads. Oh. Comebacks is the one with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Packer from The Office. And he's in Anchorman. What the heck is his name? Uh, I'm blanking on it. Oh, but I don't remember, but he, I know who you're it's, talking it's, about. It's his, it's his movie. Like, it's like a Bad News Bears up there. I don't thing. think I saw yeah. that. Uh, rendition, Gone Baby Gone, Things We Lost in the Fire, and then there are a lot of movies that came out this week <laughs> Sarah Landon and the Paranormal Hour, The Ten Commandments, not the one you're thinking of, mm. and Into the Wild. And then for a limited release that weekend, you had Reservation Road and Risk Cutters, A Love Story. I mean, there are there are a ton of films, around this whole... That's a lot of, it a lot is. of movies. On the 26th of... October, which is the week after, which is obviously your Halloween. I mean, this movie obviously came out to you know capitalize on Halloween. Uh, so in the 26th, you had Saw 4. I couldn't tell you which one that is. I have no idea. Story sets of traps and people die. Oh, that one? Yeah, okay. Yeah. You had Dan in Real Life, which I'm surprised that came out so close to Halloween, but that is a really good movie. I like that. The Darjeeling Limited. That's a little Wes Anderson film right there. And then in the limited release, you had Music Within, which actually stars uh, Melissa George, who's in this movie. Uh, also rails and ties and before the devil knows you're dead. And then on the 12th of October, which is the week before you had, we own the night Tyler Perry's. Why did I get married? Is that the one where the guy slaps his wife across the counter? Do you remember that? Is that that one? I don't know if I saw, why did I get married? I just remember seeing that scene when I used to, when I used to work at the theater, uh, and he like backhands this woman, and she goes sailing across his counter. It was really weird. Also, had Elizabeth the Golden Age, which is the sequel to the first one, and then you had the final season across the universe, and Michael Clayton, which I love, and then the limited release you had Sleuth, and Lars and the Real Girl. Uh, I'll I'll say this. Go watch the Sleuth from nineteen seventies. Oh, I think know, it was seventy five. So it's good. very, it's a great play. It's also a really good movie. And this one, this this Sleuth is an update. And Michael Caine's actually playing the Lawrence Olivier part. That in the original Sleuth, against- it was Olivier and Caine, and Caine was the younger guy. And then in the second part, it was and they did Jude Law and Caine. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but I do recommend the 19th. We actually should put Sleuth on the list because that's a really good movie. That that's really probably good. a good yeah. film to put on I'm the right list. Yeah. All right. Make it, make it happen. Make it happen, Butler, who's editing this now in the, f- in the future. Uh, this movie, 30 Days of Night, was directed by David Slade, who did Hard Candy and the Twilight Saga Eclipse. I've never seen, I don't know which one that is. Is it the third one? Fourth one? Uh, I don't know. He's also done a couple, a bunch of the, some of the episodes on the Hannibal TV show. I believe he's in a producer on that as well. And we love Hannibal, so we'll always mention that. That's right. Screenplay was written by three different people. It uh, was written by Steve Niles, who actually was also the creator of the comic, the original comic. He created the comic with Ben Templesmith. But Niles wrote the first screenplay, and he's also, he also wrote the screenplay for 30 Days of Night, Dark Days, which is the sequel that Butler mentioned. He also did some TV show work for October Faction. Oh, uh, man. He did the sequel script? Yeah. Now I do kind of want to watch this. <laughs> All right. Then it was rewritten by Stuart Beatty, who did Collateral, one of Mike's favorites. Yeah, that's right. Australia, and then I, Frankenstein. And then, a- and then it was rewritten again by Brian Nelson, who did Devil, Rupture, and some episodes for TV's Altered Carbon, which I, we you we know, Do you like. like Devil? Uh, Remind me what that, which Does one that M. is. Does M.
1: Night Shyamalan the, one, where they're all in the elevator? He didn't direct that. Devil? He only
0: produced that. Right. Uh, it was all right. I, I didn't watch know. it. I've, I've wanted to watch it. I've seen parts of it. It was, it was, it was all right. I really wasn't interested. I was interested when I thought he directed it. And oh, no, then we I he wasn't. It produced, so it's was just like, I'll take a pass. Because I wasn't hearing good things anyway. So that's, <laughs> gotcha. you know. Uh, so, like I said, uh, Niall and Temple Smith created the comic that this movie's based on. Uh, he has cinematography by Joe Willems, who did The Hunger Games. He did a bunch of The Hunger Games, including Catching Fire and a few others. He also did Red Sparrow. Uh, and he did the TV show C on Apple. Plus. Composer is Brian Retzel He's done The Bling Ring Friday Night Lights And some Hannibal uh, For TV Edited by Art Jones Who did Hard Candy And The Twilight Saga Eclipse A lot of these people Have worked with Because Slade is going on To obviously do a lot of these movies And he's brought A lot of these people That he's worked with Mm -hmm. Along the way And then produced by Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert Sam Raimi was actually Going to direct this film And then opted not Uh, He's produced such movies As the 2015 remake Of Poltergeist He's also done Crawl And Don't Breathe 2 Which is out in theaters now As I read this Maybe not when you're listening to this?
1: Right, I don't. Yeah. Dental or digital right now I
0: don't know what their window is Yeah 45 days maybe Robert Tappert has done Time Cop and Darkman To name a few Alright so Mike told you That Josh Hartnett's in this My wife's favorite actor uh, That is said sarcastically uh, Well I told I yelled at her all the time About that She also doesn't like Ben Affleck So you know wow. I said that I said come on come man on. You gotta back off <laughs> uh, Hartnett plays Eben Olson Or Olsen Yeah Olson. Uh He was in actually More recently Wrath of Man uh, The TV show Penny Dreadful And Pearl Harbor For everyone uh, who loves Pearl Harbor Melissa George has Stella Olson, she plays his estranged wife. They're not really divorced; they're estranged, right? They're right. Separate, yeah. yeah. She's in Dark City, The Amity Horror, the remake, Teristas. and she's. I know her from the TV show Alias. Mark Boone Jr. as Bo Brower. Uh, you, a lot of people might know him from the TV show Sons of Anarchy. He's also the cop in Batman Begins that gets flipped over and tells him. So <laughs> I know him. <laughs> Tells him to swear to me, and then he's also in the 2009 Halloween Two. That is the Rob Zombie sequel one. Mark Rendall as Jake Olison, that is the brother of, of Josh Hart and Kara Eben. He's in Charlie Bartlett. He's also in the TV show Regenesis and the TV show Tales from the NeverEnding Story, which I assume is some kind of NeverEnding Story prequel sequel thing. Never Ending Story. There you go. Story. Joel Tobeck as Doug Hertz. He's in Mortal Engines, Eagle vs. Shark, and the Dr. Blake Mysteries. That is a TV show. Oh, he's also in the Evil Dead TV show. Excellent. Oh, we'll get into why a lot of these people are in a lot of stuff that's shot in New Zealand. Mm. Uh, Elizabeth Hawthorne as Lucy Icos. She's in The Frighteners. I don't know which, she, which part is she in The Frighteners. Is she the mother? She's, um, I want to say that she's probably the mother or one of the ghosts. Oh, maybe. Or maybe one of the people that dies in the in the flashback. Yeah. But she has a character. Uh, she has a character name in the Frayners. So they gave her a character That's name. for another podcast. <laughs> Underworld And she's also in Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Manu Bennett as Billy Kika. He's in the TV show Arrow. So I'm sure Butler knows him. That's right. He's also, That's true. He's also in the Hobbit trilogy and the Marine. Was he the one in the beginning that finds the burnt cell phones with him? In which one? In this one. In 30 Days a Night when they find the burnt hole. Yeah. Okay. He looked like The Rock. Is that on okay. purpose? I don't think so. Oh, excuse me, Dwayne Johnson. I apologize. <laughs> Amber Sansbury as Denise. She's in the TV show Hex in the movie The Fairman. And then you have Ben Foster, who's creeping it up, as, as usual, playing The Stranger. <laughs> He's in Hostiles, 310 to Yuma, which is an episode we did, and Hell or High Water, which is an awesome film. Danny Houston as Marlowe, the head... Vampire. He's in the TV show Yellowstone. He's also in Children of Men and The Aviator. And then Megan French is Iris. And the only reason I have her in here is because she is in Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. And I just Ooh. wanted you say that credit. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned that briefly that about New Zealand. I did not realize that this movie was shot on location. I didn't realize that until New the Zealand. end. And I was yeah. like, this I was kind of bummed. Like out. The most
1: opposite place you should be filming
0: in it. I, I, listen, I'm not expecting people to. You know be in the wintry weather when they're shooting this i get it but i mean come on i mean it it, it's just when you when it's in new zealand and everything's fake and it's all salt and i i get all that you know you don't you want to have you want to control the environment but at the end of the day i mean don't you want some kind of realism apparently not i don't want to get cold man it kind of bummed me out because i just like i just think of the thing I think of like how the thing was and how, you know, you could feel the cold coming through the screen and I, or like oh, yeah. in um in the movie Sleepy Hollow where they shot on sound stages, but they, they made the entire sound stage atmospheric and it was like cool and it was mist Like they chilled it and stuff like that. Like, or even when I did the hateful eight, cause I, when we did the hateful eight for um, the, on the QT show, right they put the set purposely at 30 degrees. They made the set cold so that oh, the you people would, would, yeah, know. it's like. Well, they also had outdoor shots that were, you know,
1: also real. I I don't think any of these, like in Hateful Eight. Oh, no, no, no. I get
0: that. Yeah. No, I don't think any it, of these shots were real at all. Listen, I, I understand why you don't want to do that because it makes a nice, it, the production budget goes to 30 million. It makes a nice little easy thing to do. I get it. But that just kind of, I don't know. It just, I, it kind of, it makes, it's a knock for me. Not in a you know what I mean? Not not that I'm going to be like I hate this film, but like it just kind of oh, man, come on, like like one of those things. You I mean, uh, know, the entire movie, the snow looks so fake.
1: Well, a lot of it's digital. Yes, yeah. of course, which is fine. I get that. But I even mean, like just, some of the set snow, like the snow above the cars, especially toward the end, Stella Melissa George's character is under a yeah. wrecked car, and the snow that's piled up above it just looks like foam. It just looks like painted foam. Yeah. Just,
0: so this first thing I want to start off is that this film takes place in Barrow, Alaska, and that is a real place. Not anymore. It's not Barrow anymore. They it changed it his changed name in 2016 to Utqiaġvik. I learned that, so that's why I want to say it. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is they actually don't have 30 days of night. They have 66 days of no sun over the horizon. Well, they wouldn't live for 66. So from days. November 18th to January 23rd, it is 66 days of no sun breaks the horizon. That doesn't mean it's completely dark. It's like Butler said, it's a little in the twilight. Yeah. Um, but wow, 30 days I thought was tough. 66, woo. And this town has been used, this town of Barrow has been used in other movies and TV shows as well. It was featured in An Idiot Abroad. Carl Pilkington actually went there on the ice. And then the movie Big Miracle, that's the one about the whales that were trapped in the ice. So this location has been used before in other films and other TV shows. So it's no stranger to that. But the first thing I wanted to bring up was the credits in the beginning. When it's talking about um, Barrow, Alaska, the northernmost city in the world, that kind of thing. And it's like... It's nothing In 30 for 30 days, it'll be a roadless wilderness. And I'm like, are there roads in wilderness? Like, do you need to say roadless <laughs> wilderness, wilderness? I'm pretty sure there's no roads in the wilderness. That's wilderness, the whole point. of That's the whole like. point of the wilderness. <laughs> there's no roads. <laughs> it's the
1: northernmost city in America, the United States, I think. They that's what they're saying. They yeah, the yeah. Because oh, well, that would be the city in the other show. That
0: we're oh, um, Fortitude. Fortitude. Well, it's, it's yeah. not called, but Forti- it, Fortitude is the name for the show in the in the this name for the city in that show. but right. That's actually not the real city's name. Yeah yes, I can't remember what the real city's name is. Fortitude's really good. I, I tried to get you to watch it a couple of times, but you know, to, I watched to know the first about.
1: season. <laughs> <laughs> oh you did okay the second season. Yeah. You don't watch
0: second season, Dennis Quaid's in the second season. I know I just yeah. haven't gotten to it. Yet. All right we'll get off that. Let's we we're, we're not talking <laughs> about that. Okay. So you never saw this movie. No, I did. I'm gonna go to me first before we go to you. Okay. And then we'll go to you. All right. Um I remember when I saw this movie, I liked this movie. I I, w- I think I was more surprised about this movie. I didn't... Maybe my expectations going into the film were just kind of like, all right, let's see what this is about. Right. And I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. But second rewatch, I will say that some of the cracks show for me. So we can go into that. But I'm curious what your first initial reaction of somebody who has never seen 30 Days of Night. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> dynamite, I, dynamite. Dynamite. I think, uh, I, think that, um,
1: commentary. I think that it gets... A little bit more, like everybody who's watched Thirty Days and I go, Oh, it's so good. You got to watch it. And then I watched it, and and there are some stuff that surprised me. There's some interesting aspects to the film that does separate it from usual, you know, Vampire Fair. But at the same time, like you said, there's a lot of cracks in the in the film yeah. that I'm like not a huge fan of. Well, let's some start
0: character off, stuff, yeah, some story stuff. Well, let's start off the positives. Well, what's, right. Let's let's start off with some stuff that you really liked about it, despite the snow looking really fake. Okay, I, I said start like, off a positive. <laughs> I do like the I like the setting.
1: I like the location. the location. Setting, yes. the location. Yes. I like. I like that it's all these disparate kind of buildings that they need to move from place to place. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that it gets started very quickly. I like that Josh Hartnett's character isn't just reacting Mm -hmm. uh, to these vampires. He's very take charge. He's not like an idiot. (laughs) They, they very quickly realize, Hey, these are vampires. You know, it's not like, what are these things? Well, maybe you'll just like, does someone does say, let's reason with them. What do they want? But for mostly it's just like, no, let's shoot these things and run. (laughs) I also like that The vampires don't, Take they not only did things get started, the vampires don't just sulk around the entire film. The vampires take over this town. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting, really cool aspect to him. I like that the vampires are gross. Uh so there is a lot of stuff to like. It's just some stuff in the story and the way they handle it. And I think maybe the pacing toward the end is where my cracks start to show in certain characters.
0: Uh yeah, no, I agree with you. The setting's great, location's great, uh, just the the kind of the con- I think the the biggest, I guess if there is like kind of like a, not a log line, but maybe like, eh, I guess a log line of what I think of this film is that the concept for this movie is really great. It's got great, great potential. I just think the execution kind of just falters a little bit. I think there's whether, whether there was concessions made while you're shooting it or whether, um, I know we said we'd be positive, but now we're getting Mm -hmm. negative. Um, you know, whether they just, Made choices, just the way the, the their style of choices in terms right. of acting style or, or direction style. I thought there was a lot of stuff on the screen that was tense, but it was shortchanged. I thought there were a lot of moments that could really still be mined for the tension, and then they just get right to the action. Like I, in fact, so we see the we start off with the stranger, which is Ben Foster's right. character, and you see the ship in the background. Which so you're taking that all the vamps are on the ship. Yeah, that's how they got over here the stranger's not from the town or is from the town. See, I didn't get, Oh, he's not from the town, but I didn't understand why they said like, cause the character of Marlowe says at one point to his vamp buddies, we should have come here much earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand how they figured out to get there. Like maybe that's, I don't need to know that. i am just, I'm just saying that.
1: I mean, I always figured that the stranger just kind of was like, Hey, there is this town. Right. in Right.
0: See now I understand that the stranger is doing, he's taking, um, he kills the dogs. Mm-hmm. which is obviously just to, so they won't warn we'll everyone. Warn that come the vampires, in. Yep. Uh, he destroys, I guess he destroys the cell phones, but I would assume he would have to steal the cell phones from people or he just destroyed random phones. I didn't get that. Yeah, that, that I didn't really, yeah, get. I didn't understand that he destroys the tower. or He destroys the electrical station that kills all the power and stuff. Like, well, it's right. not him. That's actually the vampires at that point, but he does a bunch of stuff to get ready. I thought that, that when, uh, Eben's carrot when Eben sees him in the diner and he's causing he, wants well, I just want raw meat and then he arrests him I thought that was a I thought I wanted that to be a little bit more spaced out I thought that the stranger stuff should have come much earlier in the movie where they mm-hmm. capture him he causes a scene like gets all the stuff done causes a scene and then he's in the jail cell because he's like oh they're coming they're coming but it's like they're already here right so that's not scary to the audience because we've already seen them kill somebody we've already seen them on the hunt and attack right so I'm not really, I already know what he's talking about. And so it doesn't make his stuff in the jail cell menacing at all. It just was like, yeah, all right. We know like, right. So I thought there was some, st- that kind of, I thought the stranger came too early. That's all I'm saying. Um, And there's little things like that. There's stuff like they just have a scene where they go into the house to, to, to kill that couple, his friends. They just cut to the house and they get them. Um, the Which guy that turns later, on? he turns later when, uh, k- Beneth, when, when Evan, no, 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 not, no. not, not, uh, not Kiki or is it Kiki? Is that Billy? His name? Yeah. No, no, no. The couple that he ends up seeing the dude underneath the house, the Evan sees him. Underneath oh, the, house oh later. The, cu- yeah. the couple of the dog owners. They just cut to them. It just felt like it was just placed in there. So there was there's stuff like that. Right. Kind of. Well, that's the other thing. The the main survivors,
1: the the main group that he's with, you don't really get their story. You don't. The, the, the yes. people that you're with, the, the, the couple with the dog should be the, the group of survivors. Yes. And they should be with them and maybe see them
0: one by one get killed off, but not in that cutaway scene. You don't get to know any of the characters. Right. And you get to know Eben and you get to know a little bit about Stella and all that stuff, but you don't know any of the people, like the guy that, the I can't remember the guy, but the guy that gets turned. When, oh, right. Yep. Um, I, I, He's an Inuit, right? Is is that, is that is, he says his family died and uh car crash that's isaac yeah yeah okay i didn't unless i missed it i didn't know that
1: like any of his stuff when he starts no absolutely yeah i think he, it was a cut scene it must have been a cut scene.
0: so when he and i knew he turned as soon as i knew he was turning as soon as his hood was up when they were in the um grocery store and they were trying to decide oh, about yeah. leaving i'm like well clearly something's going on there and then he's turning and he says he just wants to be killed but and then he has this he starts talking about the story about how his his wife and his children died, and a drunk driver killed them, killed them. And he wanted to join them. He's always wanted to join them, but he's right. never had the he's the never had the to courage do to do it. So he asks them to kill him because he's obviously becoming a vampire. He wants to go be with them. But it's like it's a, it's it's a nice moment. But I don't know that until that moment, and it, that's too soon. I think his line or starts too late. You know me, too how late.
1: you know how they left? Yeah, and it's like oh no, I don't know how they left. Yeah, so it doesn't make yeah it doesn't make any sense.
0: And you don't. Uh, and the, the the character of Billy Kitka, not Kiki, Kitka, you, you find out that he shoots his wife and two girls. Right. Because he doesn't want them to suffer with, he doesn't want what to happen to them, was happened to everyone else. Right. But you never meet them, right? You never meet them. You never meet them. You just know that he
1: wanted Stella to stay with them while this was blowing over, while he tried to patch things up with Eben. Right. And you don't know anything about it. The fact that we even go back to Billy is pointless. His yeah. character's
0: reintroduction oh. is so it, yeah. absolutely stupid and pointless. My note for Billy is like, why do we bring this guy along? Because he leads the vampire to them. Yep, he is com- and he's just completely—he's out. He's helpless. He, he's he, completely helpless. He's useless. Yeah, he. I, I, my note was he sucks. <laughs> he does suck, <laughs> which
1: oh. is too bad because I I like Manu Bennett a lot. He great on Arrow. Um, one of the best parts of that season, and one of the reasons that you know Arrow, I think did as well as it did, but he's super underutilized here, like he's supposed to be his partner, uh Evan's partner, yeah, in the police force and stuff, so just, oh, Billy's dead, why don't they just go into Billy's house and find out that Billy killed his family and killed himself,
0: yeah, well, he yeah, and that just exactly. kind of upsets
1: Evan, that would be more effective because that'd be like, oh, snap, so it's not only the vampires killing people. It's also the fact of what the vampires are doing is causing this as well. Yeah. That'd well, be more powerful than Billy being a bitch.
0: Well, in the story, Billy tries to, he kills them and he's going to kill himself. So oh, the, the gun, gun jam. So he That's can't, he so he, he, he failed, but, you look in the horror on the face of, like, Eben and and Estella, and, like, we don't have that horror because we never met his family. Yep. So it's sad, but we never met them in terms of in the story. We're like, oh, there's his kids. He loves his family. And, you know, so we can't even have anything to relate to. So there's a lot of stuff like that. There's just development of characters is... is is, is, it's like it's glossed over for time. It, it is. It's glossed over because obviously people are not here for that. People are here to see the vampires. But I should care about the characters that are dying. Oh no no! That's I what get that. Good horror I, from bad horror. I, I get that. Yeah. This is. I wouldn't say this is bad horror. I just think. No, it, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that it, it missed out on some stuff. But let's get to the vampires. <laughs> ah! the, the, I know they made up the language. They uh, The note I had was that the language was, let me get to that. Let me get to that note. So the vampire <laughs> speak is completely original language created by a linguistics ep- expert in New Zealand. So they made up that language. I don't know what they based it on, but they made it up. Probably vampire clicking <laughs> or bat, bat clicking, I'm sure. My question to you is, why do the vampires shake when they drink the blood? Like, Why do they shake their heads? Like so, every time they like get down, I, I mean, you can't see it because so, of the podcast. But like, like, still, <laughs> like, oh, like, they eat like, like a they're like, a, like, like motorboarding like, the nets. Yeah, they. That was one of my
1: notes. Is they are the sloppiest eaters. They are so sloppy with yeah. their kills. The way they take their victims, it's like how have they been hiding for centuries? <laughs> I don't understand this. They're awful, and they
0: always just emerge with terrible fruit punch face. It's yeah. just come on. Yeah, I guess. So in in this movie, Marlo is cognizant of making sure that they. Destroy everything and no one knows. Legends. They stay hidden. Yeah. I guess in the comic, there's a character called Vincente or Vincent who is actually the head of them. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess they go off and do this. And he, from what I read, he goes to stop them to keep them from being found out. Like, oh. So there's stuff. So he's like not so happy that they're there's doing something this like discussion. that. Yes. So you know, th- but you know, obviously that didn't translate to the to this version. Maybe that wasn't the original script, and they just said, "Nah, forget it." Um, yeah. I, I the. The scene, one of the scenes I like, obviously, is when there's ultimate chaos uh, in Barlow. Right. And you have that aerial shot moving over and everyone you see all everyone. Oh, yeah. And, bl- and it's nice, but it's digital. And I get oh, it. Oh, sure. It looks like a video game. It looks like a top down video right. game. It, but it's fine. It does. It absolutely does. It's, it's good. But then the next shot after that is they get to the diner and the, the, the group of people are in the diner and it's silence outside. Yeah. I'm like, how big's the town? and like well, i had the just, same thinking yeah. and then josh hartner gets there perfectly fine
1: his brother got there perfectly fine so eben yeah. and and jake it's just i don't understand yeah where they are it seems like a small town yeah. but it seems like this diner is not near that center of town but the first establishing shot of the town the diner is mm-hmm. in the center of town
0: the town is overrun by vampires when it's not convenient for the people that the main characters be moving around outside Yeah. So (laughs) we we alluded to the fact that, you know, one of his friends, uh, the couple that has the dogs, they're just randomly attacked. And you find out that he sees his his buddy. He's down underneath the underneath the uh, house and he's calling to him. I can tell he's turned. I already know he's a vampire, but apparently Evan does not until he's face to face with them.
1: Well, it's the first time he's ever seen anyone turn. They don't know anybody can be turned yet. Yeah, but he's seen the vampires. (laughs) Yeah. He knows what they look like. I didn't see. I thought he was just cold. I didn't notice from okay. that fire Regardless of that, he my, just looked gray.
0: Like, oh, you're freezing. Okay. My point there was that they have this huge fight, and they're loud. They're not. Oh, they're super quiet. Yeah. and it's like nobody hears this. The, there's over, the whole place is overrun by vampires, and everyone is pretty much dead. They're looking for people that the vampires are. Vampires' hearing is very yeah. is great
1: until it's very convenient. Yeah. For it. So
0: stuff can happen until they don't want it to happen. It's it, it, that
1: that kind of was just like all right. Same thing with that in the house. Like any movement might set them off but
0: not this whole fight the old yeah. guy coming down in the fight and her knocking her head against the thing speaking of the old guy the father do you think we've do you think it's now a cliche now that when you have an older character in these type of films that they have to have dementia. Or yeah. They have to absolutely So to cause a problem, why can't they just be an asshole? Why can't they just be a straight up jerk off? And they're like, I'm not staying here. Screw this. Let's go. I'm out of here. Yeah. But he's got to be somebody who's confused. And it's, has it's always
1: confused. It's almost like I want the grandma from Dante's peak back. Some of it. <laughs> it's like, it's always like, Oh no. Oh no. Cause they had, Oh, oh the best no. scene in the movie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And then in that same scene, the uh, the son of the uh, the old man. Yeah. He hits Stella. He shoves her. Yeah, Shoves her. She gets knocked in the head against the corner of a chair, I think, or a stool. Yeah. Big time, like hard. That wakes Eben up. And yet, the next scene, she's perfectly fine. There's no bruise. There's no yeah. nothing. I thought something was going to come of that. Oh, she's knocked out and the vampires are coming in. But nothing.
0: And I'm not saying you need to know what happened to the old man. You assume that he gets eaten. But you don't oh, see yeah. it. You never see any of that. You see the other guy run... <laughs> You see the other guy who clearly at some point stops being afraid of the vampires. He's looking for his father and he's just out and screaming in the middle of the street. I mean, like, you're I mean, yeah, what like, did you think was going to happen? I mean, come on. Where is your uh, at some point? Your self-preservation is going to kick in. Your fight, flight or fight reflex is going to kick in. You're not going to just openly walk out in the middle of the road knowing that if you scream, you're going to get eaten.
1: Yeah. It doesn't I mean, save your father. It doesn't help anyone. It's much more yeah.
0: dramatic if you are you know that he's getting eaten and you can't go out there to help him. That's much more of a dramatic or a, a moment to have rather than just, I mean, you're out there basically like, okay, it's time for you sure. to die. Or That's what it is. What if he's silently looking for
1: his father? Sure. Finds his father and his father has turned and his father ends up beating him. Right, right. That would be more interesting. Another thing I think was wasted was obviously for the UV light scene, you find out that Eben and Jake's grandmother – has oh, cancer. Yes. And so she's growing pot with UV lights mm. and they find out, Oh, UV lights do burn bamf- vampires. Um, but I think it would be more interesting if they didn't eat the grandmother because she has cancer. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought the plot was going to be toward Not just like, Oh, UV lights. I've got them. Cause in Barrow, Alaska, they should all have UV lights because that's a treatment for, um, for not seeing a lot of sun, especially in Alaska. Yeah. I know that from the TV show, Northern exposure, by My the way, show. uh, <laughs> But they have the glasses with the UV light, so they have UV lights around. Yeah, well, we didn't need that cancer thing. That could have absolutely been a different plot toward what the vampires wouldn't choose and somebody.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but they never show
1: her getting eaten, right? You just just see all the blood and all, not even. But a body. they never
0: show the bodies, so which you is assume They devoured her whole. Yeah, they've left
1: every other body, and around. Then the,
0: and the stranger's gone too. Like the, his body's gone too. They kill him, and after then he's they not kill there. him, yeah, you
1: don't see him. So I thought they maybe turned him, and uh, he'd appear later.
0: Who knows? You get nothing with that. They're,
1: they're just gone. He's completely wasted. Oh, what people will believe,
0: and then they snap his neck. <laughs> yeah, he's the, overly gross. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I know. I, my note is like, there's something special going on with Ben Foster's teeth in this movie. It's like, what? What is? And then he phones why at the mouth for no reason? Well, he's supposed to be Renfield. Like that, that's the whole oh, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, back to the vampires. They he t- Marlowe says that it took them centuries to make people believe they weren't real. Like right. it, it, it's like. But you couldn't learn English in that time. You 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 couldn't. Oh, he speaks English a little bit, but yeah, but, not but very you, well. You couldn't become civilized. You couldn't like find a system to get blood without leveling entire towns. Like you couldn't just like. Well, oh, I think this is the first time they've leveled a town. No, I think that's why they're reveling in it. But but it's like. Let's see. Then I, I I okay fine. But maybe there's stuff that I don't know about. Maybe you know what I mean. My like, whole thing though is, do they always eat people like that? Because then how does they how do they say? There's no them? way. There's I know they burn they burn <laughs> the town, but it's like you left bodies in the middle of the road. So. Those aren't getting burned. And right. people can still find human remains. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I know. We're being nitpicky there, but, you know. <laughs> it's still something you want to, I don't know. It's not. It's not bad. It's just there are things that are left out. Were you, well, were there any moments that in the movie that... I don't want to say, did you get scared? But we're tense. We're tense for you. Where you? No. Yeah. I was just going to say. I didn't think the movie was tense at all. Like when the, when the, I guess it's the Denise character, because she's the one that escapes and, and she comes out of the, wherever they're working, the... The mines or the tunnel. They oh they want to work at the pipeline. Oh, okay. Yep. Cause uh, and she comes out with those two guys and they're like, they're gonna have a threesome. That's that's the inclination. Like go back to their place. Yeah. <laughs> so the vamp grabs one of them like oh What they don't like threesomes? So vampires don't <laughs> like threesomes. <laughs> but it was just like, let's go, yeah. And I'm just like, what is what is this scene?
1: What is going on here? What I didn't like about that scene is a vampire clearly runs and takes one of the guys. Yeah. And they're looking around like, what just happened? Someone ran and took your friend. <laughs> that was clearly somebody running and taking your friend. It wasn't a quick shot of like, shoo, oh, he disappeared. A vampire ran up and grabbed your friend and carried him away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was like, what?
0: Huh? <laughs> so, you can go get your friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the ending. In The end of the movie, you have. Stupid all right well all right that answers my question <laughs> so Eben at the end of the movie decides that he's got to fight them off in order to protect stella because if she runs she's hiding under a car and they're burning the town down because they pop the oil line and i would assume, i don't understand why nobody's talking about the fact that the isn't the fire going to skip up to the oil into the oil line and then burn off everybody in the oil line like they they plot they pop holes in it To burn the oil. I mean, I would imagine, yeah, if no one's there to do the shutoff. But I would assume that the fire is going to follow the oil back to the source, which is the pipeline, and then ignite everything that's in the pipeline from Alaska down to wherever it goes. We don't. I don't imagine there's some kind. We don't talk. We we don't talk about that. It doesn't involve vampires. Regardless of that, uh, so she's trapped in this, and he's like, if she leaves, she'll get eaten. If she stays, she'll burn alive. And his decision is to shoot himself up with. vampire blood that he finds and it's like okay fine whatever <laughs> but your transformation is awfully painful and fast which happened to for nobody else yeah no one else was fast no one else was painful like that yeah
1: and also everyone else got scratched or injured yeah. no one else got blood injected into them yeah uh, it's just such like a leap of faith that that's gonna work yeah and like you said it's so fast yeah so and, fast. It's, and, and <laughs>
0: yeah like, and and even the fight at the end i like the fact that he just walks up and they start fighting yeah but the way he kills him is just oh he's dead now like it was just out of ran it was random oh i kind of like the way he killed him i i'm not saying i don't i like the stump the i don't necessarily i don't necessarily not like that death right. i just think it was just like oh it's over like, it was almost like it was a little like anticlimactic. A little bit. You'd
1: like him to kick the other guy's ass a little bit more, fight some of the other vampires. But even Marlo's introduction
0: was not anything special either. He's just there. Like oh yeah, just, he's, he's just cu-
1: like, okay, I guess he's the leader.
0: Yeah. There's no, there's no like, I mean, not, listen, I know that we've been trained in movies to for cliched openings and pan up from feet coming in and, but you know, there are ways to introduce your, your, your villain. There are ways to introduce right. your hero. There's n- the introduction of the Marlow villain is just, eh, here he is. Yep. And then I got to keep looking at the 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 bald guy all the time. They keep cutting to this bald guy that's a bald vampire. <laughs> yeah, I, every every single time. And then there's two bald vampires. Then I got confused. <laughs> and there's the lady vampire. Yeah. Do you, now were their faces done prosthetically or was oh, that yeah. digital? No, they were done prosthetically. Okay. okay. They were
1: they had like kind of stretched back skin, which I thought was interesting. I right. like the look of the vampire. I, I did think too. They were very interesting. I did too. I, their teeth are fine. They had very creepy teeth they had very weird ears the stretched back skin mm-hmm. it was it was a good look yeah it was very similar to actually the Colin Farrell you know trying to make him look like a shark look
0: Oh, Fright night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a the, little at bit at the more end. subtle, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Which I kind of like. It's something a little different. But not like the Twilight Sparkling. Not Twilight Sparkling <laughs> vampires
1: and not like Buffy <laughs> vampires or oh, you know, Buffy, B- even Buffy, Dracula. Buffy vampires
0: are just like almost Buffy vampires. And we're talking about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer show is almost like uh, minor Klingons. Like that's how they look with, with the their heads. heads yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, no. <laughs> 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 I think that makeup took like four hours. I can't imagine what this makeup took. The one
1: of the things I like that the there's a little kid vampire scene and I like that. There's they two of her. them, though.
0: Oh, no, there's not. I'm sorry. I'm the not, other kid's not, just a kid. Yeah.
1: But I don't like the scene where she it's so corny when she's eating the lady. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, I'm done playing with this one.
0: Yeah. I'm just yeah. like
1: none of the other vampires get like that cheesy kind of. Yeah. Freddy Krueger vibe. Don't Why are you giving it to the kid?
0: Yeah. Like, come on. Because it's a kid because they think it's because it's a kid.
1: It's creepy. It's and... not
0: creepy. It's stupid.
1: Yeah. No. Being a kid is creepy. This, that line is stupid.
0: And I thought having one kid vampire and then having the other kid who's covered in blood, I, I thought that was just kind of like, okay, now there's two kids. I, I was just kind of like, eh.
1: Well, I, I liked the fact that you didn't know if it was a test like before or sure. if it was a vampire.
0: But the, my thing is like, how long did they survive? And where is she coming from? She's coming from some station house. She wasn't coming from a house house. Well, I imagine the vampires are probably keeping some people to use but, as- but- Here's the, other, over time. here's the other thing. All we the vampires know. are together until we don't need all the vampires together. We have the one vampire one chasing the girl. I also thought it was very convenient that they never found anybody yeah. in any of the things three days later. It's like, yeah, the days, three days go by quick Yeah. because it goes from to seven or eight and then it goes to like 28, Twenty 27. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Nobody's got a giant beard. Nobody stinks. Nobody's. St- we're not talking about how we're, you know, like, yeah, you've
1: been in. The- no one's grown facial hair.
0: You've been in this grocery. They were in the grocery store. For for, most of it. for two weeks, yeah, that's because they jump from like day seven or eight to day twenty eight, twenty seven, or something like that, right? Yeah, you've been in this grocery store for two weeks. At this time, the vampires did not do a walk, uh, a sweep walk, of a sweep the entire house. Uh, yeah. like, excuse me, entire town. Like they must have done it at least ten times since then. I. And they're not hiding anywhere. Like not, they're not in a basement section. Like I could believe it if they're in the grocery store and there's a fallout shelter down below, and it's underneath the floorboards. Right, and they're like hiding the attic down there. was a secret. Attic. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But like you're in the wide open grocery store. We're we're supposed to buy. it. You're in there for 14 days without incident. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. There's. See, that's the thing. I you can nitpick any movie. You can sure, and you know you can find maybe one or two, and and that's it. But like there are countless holes in this movie that. It's they're too hard to ignore when they're all put together. And yet again, I still enjoy watching the movie, but oh, yeah, I don't. Uh, but upon second rewatching, I think if it's on TV, it would be like, ah, this is a good one. We can watch this. This is fun. Let's we'll just watch this. Right. But I can't really give it the same gravitas as I would. Maybe something like we watched last week, like Prince of Darkness or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Because Prince of Darkness doesn't have quite as many holes. But that's, that's the thing when you're dealing with like an absolute, like a vampire, that's what things I love about Evil Dead. You can do anything and I'll believe it. Okay. Sure.
0: It's, but, but because it's all the worldly power, because the act, because the blood and the, and the gore and the action is funny and it's good. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, right. And he's, and but and also more supernatural,
1: you have established vampires that yeah. are just creatures. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, I don't believe it. And it's
0: just survival. Yeah.
1: They're not in the church and in, in uh Prince of Darkness for 30 days. It's one night or two yeah. nights.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, exactly. It's too much time. Yeah, Agreed. Agreed.
1: I mean, I know you want the sunrise because you want that scene with Josh Hartnett disappearing into Ash. I like that. I like that your main character sacrificed himself. I like he turns to Ash Mm -hmm. and it's painful. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like this nice, oh, I'll just go to sleep. (laughs) Like it it sucks. (laughs) Uh, I like that ending. I do really like that ending. But you're having them survive for 30 days so that you can have that ending. where I think they could have taken the vampires out without waiting the 30 days. Yeah. Like you could have done that be two weeks, may it fourteen days, and then Josh Hartner shoots himself up, kills the main vampire, and they all leave. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe he gets UV lighted,
0: to or may, or, or yeah, or maybe he leaves. He goes back to the ship, and he's gonna, you know what I mean? Like Josh he's Hartner leaves them. Right. Yeah, 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 something like that. You, yeah, agreed. No, I, I sunrise scene is nice, but you don't need it. You don't need them to live for thirty days. So let's since just mentioned the sunrise scene, and I've already mentioned the sequels. They redo. I'm pretty sure they redo the sunlight scene for the opening of 30 Days and Night Dark Days with two different actors. <laughs> yeah. So... They do a, So there's a sequel to this called 30 Days of Night Dark Days and it's the Stella character and I guess she goes to LA and she meets up with like Walt from Lost and a bunch of other people. There's a bunch of people in this movie <laughs> and they're, I don't know, they're hunting vampires. That That's pretty much what it is. There is a prequel miniseries that came out on Fearnet.com and Fearnet On Demand called 30 Days of Night Blood Trails and that was released in 2007. So it was released before 2010 one, but Obviously, FearNet's not around anymore because now it got NBC bought it up and right. they engulfed it. You can't find it anywhere unless you find it on YouTube. It's not on sci-fi because that was as when you type in fearnet.com and you hit it, you it takes you to sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. There was also a sequel mini-series called 30 Days of Night, Dust to Dust, which was released in 2008 on FearNet.com and FearNet on demand. Again, Fearnet, really liking that 30 days. <laughs> again, again, you can't find these anywhere. But so I guess the the dark days and Thirty days of night, Dark Days is probably the only sequel or only ancillary content to this movie that you can probably find, and I believe you can get it on Amazon. Mm. I, I told you can't get it on Amazon. You can you can rent it. I, I told Bob I was gonna I was really seriously considering watching it, and I was glad it wasn't free. Like I, I had to pay for because I, <laughs> I might have watched it. Because I'm not. I mean, I don't know how good it is. It doesn't. It didn't entice me. It's it's smacks of TV movie. But it's got the original writers, and I'm like, ah. it's fine it well it's there's uh it's based on the comic, so the comic is that story as well okay, so um, and obviously you know that you're more of a comica than I am, or i I guess it's a comica it maybe a graphic novel, I'm not sure graphic novels that's fine, but yeah, uh, so. Take that for what? If if you like this movie and you're like, oh man, I want to see what happens to Stella, played by a different actress, uh, <laughs> then check out 30 days of night dark days.
1: Well, while we're while we're nitpicking, because I think we should do some more positive stuff in a little bit, but when Bo I tried to start off positive and you went right to negative, so I, I went right I, the, I went with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> when Bo, uh, the uh, the hermit, the guy who doesn't want to hang out with anybody, yeah. goes to sacrifice himself to save Edmund. Which I didn't understand. It's really yes, come on. I do really like the scene like the, the chopper going through and chopping everybody up. Yeah. I thought that was awesome.
0: Even though I thought it was broken. I thought it was stuck. Well, that's how she got into the accident in the first place. Cause the guy said the draft, this stick was stuck or whatever. The brakes were busted. Yeah. yeah. So they, they fixed it. Well,
1: if you notice he doesn't break, he just True. crashes into just that hotel. Right in house. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I'm wondering how they got it into the town. Cause it was miles away. I don't know. But that beside the point they're chopping up vampires. I'm into it. I'm digging it digitally. Whatever. <laughs> he crashes in a hotel and he's got this dynamite yeah his plan is to blow himself up in the hotel for no reason
0: you know how i feel about it. There, I, it's you, a
1: sacrifice for no reason i know
0: there's it's so in movies it, and tv shows it's so easy for people just to like off themselves for the greater good which is not uh, yeah i know
1: not only is it dumb you got dynamite it's got it's got a line you, you could get out he drops it and like There's a box of twenty sticks of dynamite. Yeah. He is right underneath it. And he survives. He survives the blast with almost no problem. Not only that. His whole thing is to kill the vampires, right? And he does They're all getting into the hotel. He waits till the first one enters and blows it up. Yeah. He doesn't wait for them all. day.
0: he kills nothing. Yeah, no, it was a dumb plan. It was uh, it, it, it was only so that they could save the main characters, or, you know. Give but them, did he
1: need to be saved? Uh, no, I just they didn't, didn't know no, where he was yet. I don't.
0: I don't know. It was just. It was almost like okay, it's this guy's time to die. It's almost we've got these people. Uh, we're gonna whittle it down to four at the end, which is fine. And Most of we, we do got, that, yeah. But. No, I get that, but like you have to hide that formula. You can't just be so blatant <laughs> with it. It's, he literally says, "It's my turn." Before he goes out. <laughs> All right, here I go.
1: <laughs> actually, you, actually, <laughs> that's actually true because that's when uh, what's his face Isaac says. Actually, it's it's five survivors. So
0: right when he has to go, uh, and uh. Y'all know me. No, we don't. We don't know you at all. How about, I did not realize that the night shots were day for night. I didn't know that. That's another thing I forgot about. I didn't realize really? about the process. A lot of the night shots were shot day for night. Makes sense if it's twilight Yeah, kind of thing, but it's not though. It's really, they make them really dark. It's really <laughs> dark for most of it. Yeah. I
1: also thought there was going to be a bigger payoff with the garbage shoot. Oh, in the... Well, they foreshadow it at the beginning when oh, he goes, somebody's been messed with my garbage. He just throws the dude over. And he just, yeah, it's Manu Bennett's character hitting thro- bald guy. Yeah. And throwing bald guy into the garbage. And that was it. And losing his hand, obviously. The, uh, what do they call it? The chopper? The chopper or whatever. Something, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I thought, I really was like, okay, as soon as they showed it, I was like, hey, I was like, that is super, super overt foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So as soon as it appeared, I showed, I was turned to uh, Elise because she was watching I go, well, that's how they're killing the main bad guy. Yeah. And then they didn't. And it pissed me off because they just kill a minor bad guy with it. So it's still foreshadowing, but for a nothing
0: yeah. character. And then I didn't understand why he didn't just tip Billy over after he chopped his head. He couldn't even chop his head up. Just tip him over. In uh, there. I was waiting yeah. for the same thing. Why? why oh, I know why he's there. So you can inject his blood to, into you. The blood, but yeah, yeah, just tip him over. Bloop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I actually thought yeah. Billy was going to jump into the garbage chute. I thought so too. And he didn't. I thought when he... Not, yeah, I forgot. I... Well, I forgot what happened. And then when he just knocks him in and he cuts his hand off, I realized, oh, I know what happens. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought he was just going to go in with him. So this movie was released on DVD, Blu-ray, and I guess, what's UMD for PS Portable? What's UMD? What is that? Uh, it's a digital. Yeah. So a it was PS thing, yeah. PlayStation Portable on February 26, 2008.
1: Oh, UMD for PS. Pre- that's the little mini disc. Okay. That yeah. I had, yeah.
0: So that's, it was released on the 2008, February 26. Uh, its revenue only for DVD alone was $27 million. Wow. So yeah, so that's not bad. I mean, it's, it made. I can understand why you got sequels. It made money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not a bad
1: concept, and the movie itself is fun. No, it's just it has a lot of holes. Oh, of but course. it is cool to watch these vampires killing each, other killing this town. It's a different kind of movie. It's fun. It's quick. I will say it's very quick. It is very. Quick. There's just a lot of stuff that you want more of, and I yes. think that's also partly because part of it's good. Josh Hartnett does a good job. The vampires are pretty good. Danny Houston's good. Danny Houston's really good, even though his I hate their language <laughs> and Ben Foster as usual, is creepy. fantastic. He's yeah. creepy. He's super underutilized. The only as time usual. he's utilized well is when he's creepy or a bad guy or he yeah. does right away.
0: Well, you know, it's what he's interested in, but okay. to take your tact, this would probably be a better limited series. This will probably Go be going with the limited. It, w- it would be a better show because you could take your time. The vampires can't talk like that. They're gonna or they're going to have to have personalities and talk with each other. You're going to have to make them characters for sure. You're, uh, uh, but you could de- and I don't want to see second seasons and third seasons. But just do one season, just do a limited run. But you and you then you're able to stretch out the thirty days of night. You can, you know what I mean? You, you, you make it more believable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And maybe if they're really so helping on not being found out then maybe they don't start just killing willy-nilly in the beginning they take their time and pick off people one by one and, until they're f- right, really assured right. or, that they can get or them. even even then it maybe not make it like 60 vampires maybe just make it like five like you know what i mean like sure. so that they're outnumbered so that's why they have to be careful and stealthy and stuff like that then you can but you know it's not my story yeah. so you know whatever
1: i think the stealthy vampire is kind of that's why they went with this all out attack i got you and i think he's still doing all out attack but i do agree you need more with the vampire personality like when he kills his uh, when marlo the head vampire kills his girlfriend vampire oh yeah i, I didn't care i like, don't know why it happened Now broken must be broken yeah it's like okay so you have to kill the injured because you don't take injured with you okay so i guess they don't have super
0: healing or whatever i guess not but well, not not when you get burned by the sun, but yeah, the yeah, not when you get no. That's that's kind of fatal. Well, not like, that you die, right. but that gets it's permanent. Oh yeah, because yeah. the ones that get shot are still alright. Yeah,
1: but it's just like I don't care because I don't care. Like I think it's really interesting when you have like terrible vampire that, but they, you know, you kind of feel bad for them when they lose one of their loved ones or whatever. Not that you feel bad, but you are like, all right. bad. But like this, it's like I don't care. Yeah. All right, so you are eating. It never happens again. It never is dealt with again it's just another thing that they're showing off well he and then he bites her and i understand that to kill her but he drinks her blood i would imagine he drains all her blood why that's our tradition okay let's break her neck
0: (laughs) neck. you gotta chop her head off all the way off (laughs) i know i love that too he's like we don't want we don't want anyone turned and like people are getting turned and it's like should you be yelling at your guys being I mean, like what did i say yeah i told you i want people turned and you're turning people turning like four or five people Turning <laughs> a bunch of people stop <laughs> i don't want any more people back on the boat <laughs> it's cramped as it is i'm not sharing another i'm not sharing any more space in the bed <laughs> I'm curious, did Elise like it again after she saw it the next
1: time? I think some of the things I was pointing out, she also had some issues with. But right. I think overall she liked it. Mm-hmm. I know that this movie is um, why she doesn't like characters with gross teeth like that. The pointy. The scary, you mean? Yeah, she doesn't like cause, because of 30 Days of Night. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. So she, she doesn't like that kind of. It's like the, I know that the vampires kind of creeped her out when she watched the movie. Uh, they're creepy but, looking. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think she likes it still.
0: And she doesn't. But I think she must, still issues. She must not like Blade Two then, because they have like mouths that are. No, like, yeah, she hates. Yeah, she hates,
1: uh, I showed her like a picture of i not uh, that, like. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think of like other vampires that have weird teeth. Yeah. Not it, Yeah, but like those vampires' teeth, it's like those aren't conducive for drinking blood. It's just they're conducive for tearing. Like, oh yeah but like Which they're so they protruded do? that like how are you drinking how are, like, yeah i know yeah like you're looking like though. i guess that's why you shake like you have an ab, epileptic fit at their on their neck so force it into your throat just, yeah i'm like why do they keep shaking <laughs> like you can't be drinking anything and they're quick too it's like you're done
1: you're done you didn't finish that body <laughs> are you kidding me there was so much more meat left on that boat. <laughs> so why do you think it was
0: forgotten like uh, we like to ask. Oh uh, well, I think it was very popular when it first came out. I mean, why are we? Well, yeah, actually, I but, should rephrase. I should rephrase that because you could make a case like, no, it's not forgotten because it made money. So why you? Why do you think we're saying it's forgotten? I think we're saying it's forgotten because I think it's kind of out of the
1: cultural zeitgeist right now. I think it's not necessarily something that people keep going back to. I think it's too new to be a classic. It's. I mean, it's it's fifteen years old or whatever. Fifteen well, going? To oh be. yeah,
0: my god, we're oh, old. Not,
1: yep but it's um it's still got a little bit of newness to it i think in the way it's filmed and the way it's shot and the way it looks that it can't be considered a classic yet and at the same time there are other vampire things that have come out since and, and other horror things that have kind of overtaken it i think josh hartnett were he still a megastar if he stayed in hollywood maybe which he didn't want to which is good for him
0: yeah no i really it, I've, i've liked his choices ever since he's Kind of left broken a little off. Bit. Of yeah, yeah man, and, and, and does his? I, I've actually liked his choices quite a bit. So, but I think if he was a bigger star, still this movie would be. Although he's in the ne-
1: to not to cut you
0: off, but yeah. he's in the next Guy Ritchie film. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, go ahead then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it would do better. Melissa George is obviously not a huge actress,
0: um, but Danny this is a, not you, you don't in. need you don't need big people. You first. don't need this big is, people. You you need, people need, are not for the. You're not coming to this movie because we creepy in it? monsters, right. yeah.
1: I think people know of this movie, but I think that nowadays I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie or have not really maybe returned to this movie. It's not something I see on TV very often. I don't.
0: Yeah, what's funny is every time we do something, we always see it on Stars after. So I'm waiting That's to right. see maybe, maybe. Stars guy. You're gonna have it on there, aren't you? Uh, I I'll say that I know that. Raimi wanted to do this film because it was different from the other horror genre movies that were out there at the time which you're you're looking at soft four that's coming out the week after this when this came out i think you had a lot of torture porn uh oh torture torture yeah all that was coming out so you had a lot of that stuff and i think that's part of the reason and even now moving on from that you've had most horror now is more ghost story like more definitely more low the low budget stuff like where your paranormal activity and all that stuff like it's definitely like that kind of the, the blumhouse sure. model and stuff like that it's really quick and short but it's always creepy and um you you're just getting into what is what's what would be now horror uh for, what, what's what's well, now,
1: now you get stuff like midsummer and old and i do like,
0: like going back to the creep horror like, yeah i think with
1: get out you've had a lot of that and us a lot of more 1970s type yeah. psychological. Type
0: I think stuff. you're going to get a lot of that in the next 10 years, simply also because of the pandemic and, and just people's lack of uh, being helpless and stuff like that. I think that's going to come out. I really, man, I really want slasher flicks to come out. that uh, I'll wait. But um, I do think that this movie is something where it was kind of, It wasn't what horror was maybe back then. I'm not trying to make a blanket statement about horror Uh, movies because I don't know that as much as a a lot of the people that I know. Um, But it was something that was probably was different and probably why I made a lot of money. And now moving forward, you really have a lot of films like this moving forward. I didn't even get a sequel straight to the cinema. I got a sequel straight to DVD. Monsters,
1: I think, are always hit or miss. And even if they hit, they kind of vanish pretty quickly.
0: Well, when we're, well, I mean, this is also maybe, this is maybe towards the tail end or the latter half of when vampires were kind of everywhere. Like when they had True Blood and, you know, all the the movies are coming out. True
1: Blood was probably just starting now. Was it? Yep. Angel It ended but just ended uh, the blade trilogy this, was over this is probably where so. it's, when
0: zombies like walking dead and fear the all that stuff like the, the, the zombie stuff started coming oh, well, right it was more like 2010 you we're, were like right no before all i'm saying stuff. that i'm saying that yeah it, that's where it was like oh sure the, the resident evil in, movies were definitely going on though yeah but the resident evil movies were towards our latter stages of the resident evil where they're more like sci-fi action oh right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you know, it I don't know. Like again, I'm not I don't know a lot about the horror. Twilight definitely ruined vampires for people though. That's for sure. That that's probably accurate. Absolutely. So this is
1: probably around the time of the second Twilight movie or even the first Twilight movie. Well, if, and this is when it's gonna be
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably that's probably so accurate. As soon as they came yeah. out, they
1: cheesed them up so much they that did. people didn't even care if you even tried to do one. Like,
0: yeah, that's true. That's true. Ah, eh, you never know, maybe they'll come back.
1: I hope they come. I always liked vampires as a monster, but
0: no, they just okay. How many times you got to keep doing it? You got to keep doing it and doing it until, I mean, I get it. They're all they're mm-hmm. classic. Um, I know it. I don't, I don't think anybody would hate on the fact if uh, universal opened up their monster movies and brought them back. You know what I mean? I know oh, they tried to, yeah. to, but the mummy's an action film. The, the, the one with uh, Tom Cruise, it's not a horror film. It's an action right. film. So well, I know Blumhouse is doing one of the other monsters now
1: after the invisible man movie. I don't remember which one they're taking on. And then I know that there is a Dracula movie coming out that takes place in a kind of unwritten about part of the book where Dracula is actually on a boat headed to uh, to his new estate and he kills everybody on the boat. So the whole thing is what what happened on that boat while he was well, there. The BBC had a
0: Dracula show that came out. Yeah, I still want to watch that. I haven't watched well, like the episodes, but there were like 90 minutes. They're like movie length. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Moffat. Yes. Yeah. So you'll probably get a little. Uh, I think Stephen Moffat, I think of Doctor Who. Yeah, but he also did like the Weeping Angels and stuff. Yeah, like that. true, true. So yeah, now you'll probably get a. So yeah, there was that too. Um, but yeah, no, now we're just now we're just talking. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I think I know that we probably got too negative. Eh, I don't care. We we're just we're discussing the film, but it, it's definitely something people should watch and check out, especially obviously over the holiday. Yeah, uh, it was still Halloween pretty cool. Weekend. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely, definitely like a Halloween definitely movie. Definitely October. Definitely an October film. I don't know. If this is, I don't really. Oh yeah, it definitely came out in the right time. We talk about a lot of movies getting. Oh, good. absolutely. This is a great the release. Absolutely, day, yeah. weeks before Halloween. But I was trying to think, like you know how, like you know, because it takes place in the winter. Is this a film that you would watch in like February, January, February? And I just don't think so. I don't. I I, th- I think it's more of a hot October film. This is an October. Yeah. Film. Like there's so much blood. The thing is when you watch you can watch the thing anytime you want, but the thing is awesome. Like January the thing, like when there's a snowstorm out and you oh, put the yeah, thing on. Cool, yeah. That's 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 awesome. That's a movie that you would watch. The thing is so high budget and the special effects are so cool though, that the thing is also
1: a summer you can and, go the thing is a summer film.
0: And when I say the thing. I'm talking about John Carpenter's I, I think. I'm not talking about The remake Reboot You know Redo Are you talking about The 1952 original I'm not That's the original <laughs> Original and I, I, Yeah, That's one you can watch as well But I'm not talking about The one that came out I don't know how long ago 10 years ago
1: Probably at this point <sighs>
0: i don't want to talk about it where are they gonna find us you can find us at forgotten
1: cinema podcast.com or forgotten entertainment.com as we are part of the forgotten entertainment family uh you can also find us on google spotify amazon youtube yeah go to youtube anywhere you get your
0: podcasts you can find us we'll be there our podcast is on YouTube. youtube absolutely <laughs> next week Forgotten horrors kick rolling on we're doing a, a second john carpenter film for some reason uh from 1994 we're doing in the mouth of madness so yeah this is gonna be a third carpenter film right it's it's, it's yes it's because yeah. i didn't know this one was john carpenter
1: i just knew it was Sam Neill and i knew the plot line and
0: I ridiculous this is a, probably a little bit more uh we're gonna be i want to say heady but yeah a little bit more out there which will be interesting definitely definitely a change of pace from what we just watched so yes okay in the mouth of madness that's next week um until then uh i'm mike field i'm mike butler and this has been forgotten cinema wait a minute forgotten horror
1: keep it spooky y'all
0: i only get to do that two more times